Welcome back to the Double Take Podcast. My name is Audrey Norse. And I'm Nicole Norse. And today we have the pleasure of speaking to Croy Bethune. She plays on the USC women's soccer team. She was recently named back-to-back Pac-12 Midfielder of the Year. All-Pac-12 first team, just insanely good at soccer. She's gone through the U.S. Women's National Team pipeline to hopefully make that senior national team uh, eventually. And it's honestly won so many awards that I can't really put it all into one intro. But thank you so much for coming on. We're so excited to have you. Man, it's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Okay, so take us through um, how the season went this fall, like all of it, the good, the bad, everything. Um, Of course, there's ups and downs. You love the ups more than the downs, but the downs are kind of what you embrace to have a better season. Um, I feel like going in this season, like our team already was very comfortable with each other. We've been playing with each other, so I feel like that was a plus that helped us throughout the season. Um, I guess a down would be the way we started, but we did have a new coach and we had to get comfortable with her as well as her being comfortable with us. And after the first couple games, we finally got our groove, especially with everyone being back and being healthy. So, yeah, as games went on, we improved. Yes, definitely. And I, I honestly think, you know, our team will obviously definitely go through that this season as well. I feel like it's just natural. Um, yeah. I mean, another big thing with sports is obviously injuries um, and I swear, it's something that Audrey and I go through like every season. We'll just have something happen. Um, what's your mindset? We know that you're on the road to recovery. You had a recent like knee injury. What's your mindset right now with that? Um, really just staying positive. The unfortunate, fortunate thing about this injury is that I've been through it before, so I know the journey and I know the process. And honestly, sometimes it's mind over matter. So if I'm mentally strong, then physically I know I can get through it. And Right now, I'm really just enjoying it and getting myself stronger and back to where I should be. So how like, how do you enjoy the process? Because for me personally, I'm, I'm going through something similar and I'm having a really hard time enjoying it. And I feel like I'm more um, feeling down than, than up. So how, how do you sort of like trust the process? That's a great question. Honestly, It's the end goal. What are you trying to reach? And it's whether or not you're going to love those ups and downs that you grow that you go through to get to your end goal. Personally, I love a challenge. I love being work. So you have to you have to love the grind to want to be great. That's enjoying the process. I really love that. I think that's the only way to do it. And that right there to me is a is a champion mindset. Um, Yeah. And that's that's really really cool to hear um so if anyone has watched you play which i've we've had the pleasure to watch you play you're very talented very gifted if i were to compare you to like an nba basketball player i'll compare you to kyrie irving because he's just (laughs) his handles are insane like he's so shifty he does stuff that is so unique to himself and like you wouldn't be able to do it and i feel like i see that in you and as a soccer player so I was wondering, like, if you could describe your game in one word, like, what would that be? One, I love that comparison. That's my guy. <laughs> Shout out to Kyrie. But I, I'd say cheeky, and I don't know if that's soccer lingo, but cheeky just being crafty and, like you said, shifty. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I mean, and to play like that, you got to have a chip on your shoulder, and you have to be super confident. Confidence is huge. Audrey and I talk about it a lot. We always equate 
confidence with competence. If you're not confident, you're not, you're not going to score. You're not going to get past that defender. Like how much is confidence um, to your game? Like how important is that? It's big. Confidence is really just me being comfortable within myself and knowing that I can do it so I can show that I'm able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. And I think like with that, one thing that we always say that our team always says is confidence breeds competence. So when you're playing in a huge game and you have to perform or you're down, it's like, how are you going to be able to execute? And ultimately I think that comes from being confident. I agree. It's like big time players make big time decisions and make things happen. Right. Right. Definitely. And how has just playing at USC fed into that for you? Because I feel like it's, definitely a school that has programs that want to empower you to feel confident, to have that autonomy, to, to be yourself, to kind of, at least that's how we are with, with our team. Our kind our coach kind of gives us the reins to do what we want. How has USC kind of played that role for, for you? Um, one's just a different environment being at USC. Like you said, it's a great school, but also great players, great talent and just competing every day. We're here for a reason. So let's show what we can do. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we always say that we're playing for something bigger than ourselves. And my question to you was, how does faith play a role in your life and, and how you approach your sport? Faith. Sheesh. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just say having faith is like knowing that you can do something, just believing in yourself. And it's not, like you said, having faith, doing something bigger for yourself it's not just about me it's about my family my parents everyone that's been there for me that supported me and they had faith and believe that I could do it believe that I can still do it and not just what I've done now or in the past also like what I can achieve in the future yeah I love that faith plays a big role in our lives and I love how you you know included the that support system um for us too when we we, you know, just personal kind of thing. We ultimately play for God, like the glory of God. And that's like our identity. And I think when we were younger, we kind of lost our identity and just being like beach volleyball players and being (laughs) competitors. (laughs) And we got lost in that. And we would literally define how we felt by a win or a loss or a bad shot. And then when we kind of changed that, perspective and really realized wow we actually want to use our platform to glorify god to be a light to through our bible spread the good news like that that became our purpose and it just made everything so much more fulfilling i love that yeah it's funny because like when we were younger maybe 13 14 years old and we would go to volleyball tournaments and every time we still do this, we run out to the water and we'll sit and stretch and we'll just look at the ocean and we'll pray. And it's always before we play. And um, when we were younger, at the end of every prayer, we'd be like, okay, God, if it's in your will, just let us win today. And that was like, it's funny what you put. So naive. I know. It's, it's like, it's funny what you, what you place like your value in. So we learned just over the last couple of years to not place it so much in the result, but right. more in the journey. Yeah. Of course. Gotta love the journey. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You have to, if you're going to stay in it, you have to love the journey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that, speaking of the journey. So the 
National Women's Soccer League draft was the NWSL. The draft was yesterday. And um, it's always exciting because as you get older, all of your, it seems like most likely a lot of your friends are going through that process. What does that mean for you? And what's your progression towards that? One, congratulations to all my girls that made it yesterday. It's just like, like you said, the support system, like those people that got drafted, they were also a part of my journey and I was also a part of their journey and I'm proud and just glad that their dreams came true. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, no, it's, it's interesting as an athlete, like there's some athletes, um, you know, respond differently when other people do well. Right. But it's so important to just commend that because you know the work that it takes. Right. And having that mutual respect is so powerful in sports. Um, you know, I, and I love that you that you look at look at it that way. It's 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 just really really powerful. Yeah, and I think like also like when it's your time, it's going to be your time exactly. And you know it's coming. And so, like you said, you just enjoy the process now. And when you're ready to shine, you'll you'll shine because you're ready. You'll be you're preparing yourself for it, right? Right. And so just going off of that, um, what are your ultimate goals and dreams in the sport? A long-term dream of mine has to been to, to make it pro, of course, and the women's national team, the full team. But I also want to encourage like younger girls and little girls and, of course, black little girls that look up to athletes like ourselves mm-hmm. and just showing that we can do it and to love everything about yourself, to love what you do, stay active. And if you put yourself to, to something, you can achieve that dream and goal. And I feel like nowadays, like people that have platforms that all three of us have, like we can help those kids and be a good role model for them. I love that you, that you bring that up. And it's a perfect segue to my next question. Went through the archive for this one. And <laughs> for Black History Month, you wrote a poem. Um, which is so cool. It's called Black Queen. I actually want to read it. Um, So it goes like this. Hello, strong black woman. Adversity she overcomes, designed to exceed. She should be admired, loved, appreciated. Her intuition is wise, all aspects she will apply. Beautiful, in and out, a natural. Dark skin, brown skin, or light skin, we shall unite. That is just so powerful and the fact that you know that you use your platform um just to send that message um i don't know it's just it's it's why i respect you for it and i think it's really really an amazing thing and how important is it for you to represent something bigger than yourself and i guess what you were saying like use your platform to reach and empower others like especially young african-american Um, athletes who want to do something similar to you. Yeah, I love that God has not only given me the talents to do what I can do, but also the opportunity and platform to like help others and help kids. Black girls that we are beautiful, we are strong, we are smart. We can do what we want to do if we put our mind to it. Like, I love that I've been given the chance to represent and be there for others. That's really, really, really amazing. Yeah. I had to read it. I I came across (laughs) it and I was like, wow, that's really powerful. And it's just like, it's also very beautifully written. (laughs) Very, very beautifully written. 
And it's amazing that we do have these platforms and especially with NIL, we can use them mm-hmm. and just grow. Basically, you know, the people, our followers, be able to send a message to people and have them hear it. So what have you learned since the advent of NAL and how are you using it to spread your message? Yeah, I think NIL is a great addition to college sports and college athletes. We can now benefit on our own name and our performance. And personally, like, I feel like it also helps us give back to the community. For example, like, yes, brands are, we are benefiting off of brands, but we are also helping those brands, whether they're small businesses or big businesses. Another example, black owned businesses, like we are now putting them into the light and giving them a chance to shine while also benefiting. So, yeah, and I love that you bring that up because we that's kind of the way that we approach it as well. Like, yes, this is good for us, it's good for our following, but really, it's also good for the brand. Right. I think that's why it's so important for athletes. It's very easy for athletes to just want to take the money right. without actually really understanding a what the impact is on their brand. And B, what the impact is going to be for the brand that they're working with. It's definitely a two-way street. And I would add on C, what the impact is going to be to their surrounding community as well. Absolutely. And and who you're preaching to. Right. I think that at the core of any partnership should be authenticity. And that's kind of, I think, one of our biggest takeaways and something that we always try to sort of abide by. I agree. Authenticity is very big because you can take a deal but not know what you're doing, what you're giving out. Like we keep talking about, we have this platform and how you present something is how people perceive it and you can't just throw anything out there. It's so true. I completely agree. In today's day and age, your social media is kind of a reflection of you. The partnerships that you embark on are a reflection of you. So those decisions are so important. And that's why it's really important to have someone behind you, um, And look, it doesn't need to be an agency necessarily, but it's so important to have the right support system to guide you through that. I think that's kind of where we really differ from the professional side Mm -hmm. because professional athletes have more of that readily available, whereas college athletes, a lot of them really don't have that that guidance and that input. Um, You know, so it's interesting. But I guess the important thing is if you are an athlete and you're going through it, ask questions. Right. Like reach out to people. information. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So we have one more question for you, and it's something that we ask all of our guests. Mm -hmm. It is, what is your favorite sports moment? And it could be one that you were a part of or one that you witnessed. Favorite sports moment. It's a tough one. It's a thinker. (laughs) Um, I'd say one is the comeback we had against Stanford, and then two, watching my girls beat UCLA two to zero last year. That was pretty Let's cool. Let's go! Heck yeah, <laughs> always so good down, to beat. Yeah. <laughs> All day long, fours down. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's funny that you bring up the Stanford one because we had Anna Smith on the mm-hmm. podcast, and she also said that was like one of her favorite sports moments, mm-hmm. which is really cool that you guys share that. Shout so. out Anna. <laughs> yeah, Anna. shout out Anna. We love you. We do. We really love you. <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's been such a pleasure for us. Thank you all for having me. My name is Audrey Norris. And I'm Nicole Norris. This is the Double Take Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time.